hello guys welcome to another episode of black queens republic today i'm here with kim introduce yourself uh i'm kim i am uh black queer mm -hmm. uh in the social field of uh advocacy and all of that or i try to be as much as mm -hmm. i can while working in a restaurant currently Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, that's it, I guess, <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, perfect. So how have you been uh, handling the pandemic and all that? Honestly, it's actually been really tough because uh, I was saying to you before that, uh, like, I had all these plans, you know, and everything for 2020, what I wanted to do. I wanted to go back to school, uh, mm -hmm. possibly get a new job that was more fulfilling, but... Mm -hmm things were kind of put on hold because of the pandemic and then I had to move literally mid-pandemic so that was a little bit more stressful than usual mm -hmm. uh, but right now it's just kind of a taking one day at a time kind of thing yeah you're kind of settling in yeah okay well that's good yeah the pandemic has been I was fine maybe like in April Maybe not even that like maybe like the summer because like honestly i always was so sick of people being like it's so nice so you should go out i'm so nice so <laughs> like okay no i don't want to so it was nice to for people to shut up and leave me alone and not tell me it's nice out and i need to be outside and yeah. i hope those, those bitches will leave me alone from now on <laughs> Because you bitches didn't have anything to do either. So, haha. <laughs> All you extroverts. Yuck. Anyways, let me not shit on the extroverts today. Today we're talking about being black and queer. I've been excited to talk about this because I've always sort of wondered, you know, you hear stories about how it is. And the first thing I want to ask is when did you realize that you were different from everybody else? Uh, I feel like my coming out or whatever, however uh, people want to put it, it was a little bit different and a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. uh, because at the time of trying to process, like, is this who I am or like who I'm not or whatever it was, uh, I was also diagnosed with a condition called MRKH. And basically what that means is I was born without um, a uterus and mm. I have a shortened vagina. So with all of those things, I started to question just myself as a woman in general, uh, mm. what that meant as like, you know, again, as a woman, does that mean I'm less feminine now? Do people perceive me differently? And then adding the certain question like, uh, you know, are my feelings valid for not really liking boys at the moment, maybe liking girls too much. And then, you know, the, it became this thing of, I had this best friend, uh, let's call her Julia. Mm. We just we were glued at the hip and it was just kind of at this point, a natural thing that just happened. Mm. Uh, and I didn't really question it after that. I was like, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and how old were you at this point i was about maybe like 16 turning 17 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
so like how did you feel like did you then get scared you're like oh god oh god i like the females oh jesus yeah. or were you just kind of like okay this is me you know let's keep it pushing uh i was scared shitless <laughs> in, yeah. all, in all honesty because i do come from a family that is black and but they're like super like caribbean you know like bible thumping and uh like the bible says you shouldn't do that and this and that uh mm -hmm, so for me, mm -hmm. always at the back of my mind and it kind of hindered me kind of like wanting to explore a little bit more so uh like i would date uh guys mm. at the time but i never really enjoyed those experiences oh wow so like what was that like because you like women but then you were dating men how was your interaction with them in terms of like intimacy and stuff it was the hardest thing that i've yeah. ever had to do to be honest because it's like trying to explain to this person like yeah like i like you as an individual i genuinely like you but i don't mm -hmm. like you touching me like i don't mm -hmm. like kissing me it feels weird like i just don't like it and mm -hmm. but then people would be like okay so are you dating uh say sam uh i'm like yeah because i don't know i'm like maybe i'll change my mind <laughs> yeah maybe if you try it you know maybe if i try yeah, red velvet cake i'll like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. i've never thought about that actually that's that's crazy that like you were like let me try the hetero stuff <laughs> yeah. and then you're like not for me no no so let's uh let's back it up a little bit now when you were growing up were you affiliated with the church oh yeah for sure like every sunday you know like uh what do you call it like sunday school i would yeah. even do, like the youth studies on friday oh. night and things Woo! like that yeah triggers <laughs> triggers over here yeah church youth youth group and uh you know and then you then we had to be in the christmas play it was a hot ass mess <laughs> So how did you manage to, because I'm sure you knew at some point that the church was not going to be understanding about your sexuality, or, or did you not know that? No, I definitely understood that's where that was going. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't expect anything different, you know, I was kind of just buying time at this point. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, like, okay maybe I'll find a church when I'm older or whatever that's more accepting because for me, religion was still important for me. So yeah. that was also really hard because I'm like the conflicting aspect of like, okay, like, yes, like God is the center of my life and I still want that. But also I'm like, I don't like penises. Like they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like them either, girl. When you're now like you're in the church and you've realized, okay, I like women because you said, like, you know, God was still an important part of your life. What do you say to God? Because, you know, on one hand, I'm sure you're being told that, you know, being being gay is a sin. And so how are you managing to reconcile your relationship with God and your sexuality? Honestly, for a really long time, I actually never said this to anyone. I was actually really afraid to even pray because mm -hmm. I felt that was wrong you know like coming to god and being like hey like uh i want you to bless me and i want mm -hmm. you to pour you know these blessings and favors over my life and protect my family and all of this stuff but mm -hmm. like 
I'm living this way that you don't really necessarily agree with, you know? Right. So right. It was a lot of just kind of like trying to push down that like side of me that's like, this is not important right now. You don't need to explore this. Just put it on right. the back bench for now. Yeah. Because that that is what the LGBTQ 2S plus communities taught that they're, and I say this for lack of a better word, a lot of people would say, well, your lifestyle is not accepted, you know, in the church. And then I found in my experiences that a lot of my white LGBTQ 2S plus friends, they are like, well, then I, I'm just atheist because they grew up with such uh, discrimination from the church that they're like, you know what, I don't even want to be affiliated with the church. And I think that that's something that getting older has kind of made me sad because I know what having a relationship with God has done for me. So having to just drop it. And it's something you've had your whole life. It can't be easy. So what about family? When did it become clear that like, you know what? I can't tell these people who I truly am or that I coming out is going to be difficult. I think uh, it's just like hearing how they talk about people outside of our household, in the community, you know, like I remember distinctly like, when Hillary, was it Hillary? No, I forgot her name. She was running for premier, I think, here. Uh, oh, Wynn. Yeah, her win. yes, I yes. Distinctly, like, my uncle was like, I'm not voting for her because she's gay. And I'm like, right. does that have anything to do with how she runs the city? You know, yeah. like, what she does behind closed doors is her business. And he's like, I don't care. You know, like, it's just knowing that, like, she's doing these things and this mm-hmm. is who to trust and from then I was like yeah I, I can't I can't <laughs> like I can't let these people know that I'm not like them you know <laughs> right <laughs> did they ever make comments about you you know in the way that you dress or in the way that you maybe weren't as homophobic as them or didn't agree with them uh, at first, I really didn't say anything. Like, they would make their comments, and I would stay silent, or I would mm. just get, walk away. But as I, like, started getting more comfortable within myself, uh, mm. I would just kind of, like, try to shut it down a little bit or try to educate them. But that never really went the way that I wanted it to. It still ended in ignorance, but, which is, you know, expected, I guess, for right. them. <laughs> Oh, Lord, did you ever come out to your family and say like, hey, bitches, like, this is me. (laughs) And if you don't like it, please find a dick somewhere and suck it. Or maybe (laughs) didn't go like that. Or have you not come out? You're just kind of like, I'm just going to leave it alone. No, I definitely, (laughs) I definitely did come out. But Mm -hmm. I think you asked me actually just now about Mm -hmm. like either the way I dressed or uh, did they mm-hmm. make comments about that? Uh, I was very, let's put it this way, mildly. I was very basic. I liked plain clothing. Uh, I liked my hair short. Actually, right now it's like shaved completely. Yeah. And I just, I just like to stay very basic. Sometimes it would look a little bit more boyish or a little bit more masculine than my mm-hmm. would like, and I would try it a little bit to, you know, make it a little bit more feminine, but. I think she noticed. She's like, why do you like your hair short so much? Or, you know, you, you kind of look like a boy. Like, maybe mm. you should try putting on some more, like, pink or something else. And I'm like, no, like, I'm comfortable like this. And then right. she, 
he would make comments like, oh, like, but people would think that you're, you know, that you like women. And I'm right. like, no, and I would just casually say, so what if I did? And then she would just kind of ignore it completely. Like, I never. Just like, oh, we're not going there. No, today. We're not going there. Like, yeah. we're not doing that today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Oh, man. So I did come out eventually, but more towards where I was almost 18. Because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, like, if I'm 18, they can't tell me shit, you know, like. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I came out to my aunt first and it was kind of like, I sat down. I remember she was like at the kitchen table and I was like, auntie, like, can I talk to you? She's like, mm-hmm. she's like, what's up? I'm like, so you know how I always hang out with like Julia? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her. Like, you know, <laughs> I really like her. Like, not like a friend. She's like, yeah, I kind of figured. She didn't really, like, go much into it with me. She just kind of said, this stays between you and I. Mm-hmm. So for me, it felt like a relief, but also, like, another burden. Because to keep it a secret. To keep it a secret, because it's like, okay, like, now you know, but now you're telling me, like, this stays between you and I, you know, like. Right. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> right. It's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm good with you, sis, but do you mind just keeping that on the, you know, on the on back the burner? <laughs> yeah. That's not supportive. That's just like, if she had said, okay, you know what? You're, you are going to face a lot of pushback. You, you know, we're Caribbean and stuff. <laughs> but if you do want to come out to everybody else, like, I'll support you. Nope. Ah, boy. The thing that hurt me most with that conversation with her, she's a nurse, right? So she has clients that she interacts with every day and then they, you know, they get close and they start to talk to her about their life and their children and so forth. Mm-hmm. And she had this client, God rest her soul. She had a daughter who was actually a lesbian and she was married to a woman and they had a child. And my aunt was super supportive towards that. You know, like, she's like, oh, wow, like, the world is getting so progressive. And, like, she would just be so positively about it. Like, oh, like, you know, such and so, like, their child is so cute. And look at them, you know. And, like, I would always think to myself, so how can you accept them, but you can't do that for me? Your niece, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like, as long as it's, like, outside, (laughs) I guess she's, like, kind of okay with it. But Mm -hmm. if it's family it's a no-go like it's not happening <laughs> yeah no that's ridiculous and it, and it tends to to happen quite a bit my mom was a bit similar she was very but but in like a different sense she was very supportive of like you know sex workers uh she was like yes get your money girl you know do you sis and one time we we're watching a program and i'm like uh, so, so can I just like, you know, life is hard. Can I just do sex work? She's like, absolutely not <laughs> in my house. Are you mad? Eh? If you truly, you, like, I'll say, but, but I thought I should get my money. No, relatives are, are very weird in that sense. Did coming out or did you now being open that you were queer in your community, whether it was friendships did it change any sort of relationships for you where your friends sort of like, you know what, do you, sis? My friends are very supportive. Honestly, I love them dearly. Like, I really do. Uh, from mm. day one, they were literally like, 
okay <laughs> like why are you telling us this you know kind of thing like, <laughs> yeah like I don't come out to you and be like oh hey Cam like I'm straight you know right right but to me it was like I felt like that's the thing that I had to do in order to be more comfortable I didn't want it mm-hmm. to be surprised to them you know when I started dating someone who was not of the opposite sex so mm-hmm. but they were like into this day every friendship that I've made since they're like oh like okay you're queer like cool yeah you know that's good i'm glad at least there was some sort of place that you could go some sort of community that you could go back to and and sometimes i think i think that god he creates these people you know like our moms and our dads and then we're just forced to get along with them because they're quote-unquote family but like I've always been like, you know what, at the end of the day, they're just human beings and we're not, sometimes we're just not going to mesh, just like you, sometimes you don't mesh with, with strangers. And I think that's okay, but we put too much emphasis on family, but I think sometimes your family is also not meant for you and you need to sort of give them, give them a, a break. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had to learn that part of it, that, Mm. you know they are the way that they are. Uh, I can mm-hmm. only hope that they will change or come around or be a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I can't sit here and wait for you to do that. So... Yeah, because you have to live you your life. Need, yeah, like, I'm, I've given you the tools that you need to understand a little bit more about my life, and now it's up to you to decide if you want to be a part of that. And that's kind of where the decision for me to move out actually came about because I just felt so confined and like, like depressed and just not myself. So I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be so hard and I'm still in school. I'm going to move out because I can't be myself here. So right. I did. And honestly, that was the best decision I've ever made in my life. Like I've flourished like immensely ever since. <laughs> right. Um, I just want to backtrack on on one of my comments. I was not comparing being queer to sex work. Um, no, I, I was I was comparing um, how hypocritical parents are. So so just for people to not be like you bitch, you <laughs> stupid bitch, don't compare us. Um, okay, so my next question is, you know, looking back on you know growing up and sort of realizing okay you know what I'm queer what do you wish that you had back then whether it's support whether it's like a community what are some of the things that people could have done differently or you could have done differently even well I do wish that I had um more of a support system uh Mm -hmm. like yes my friends were understanding and they were cool with it but it's like to me it creates more of an assurance of you know and being comfortable when you're around people who understand you and understand Mm -hmm. those struggles that you go through and Mm -hmm. you know having all straight friends god bless them (laughs) like right um sometimes it just becomes a little bit more difficult to connect with those people of course Um, yeah And then coming to find out that I actually did have some people in that group at the time who were in the community, but were also kind of too afraid to come out. So Mm -hmm. part was a little bit hard too, because I'm like, hey, like I was over here, like I'm ready and I'm out, but 
I would have appreciated that support from you. We could have leaned on each other, but right. now understand that it's not always the same process for everybody. Yes, yes, for sure. And so then is there a community that you go to that is, I don't know if it's the queer community, is there a community that you go to and you can just talk about being queer or have you not found that yet? I still haven't found that yet. And it's still something that I'm looking for. To me, because I get a lot of responses from people when they find out that I am queer. They're like, oh, like what? I would have expected that. I'm mm. like, like what, what does that mean? I don't go around. I wonder saying, what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't go around saying like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that you were straight. You know, like. Do you know straight people would literally be like, what does that mean? Are you trying to say I'm a gay? Like they would lose their minds. Yeah. So because of kind of things like that, I haven't felt completely comfortable, I guess, going out and mm. trying to find that sameness I guess Mm -hmm. so like for me it's like if you know you know if you don't you don't like I'm not really like a loud and proud like you know gay I guess maybe you're just like I am who I am it doesn't need to be anybody's business like I don't know if you know Anderson Cooper but I don't remember him ever coming out and saying hi I'm gay you know, he just kind of had his, maybe he did come out and I don't know, but I honestly just remember him just being like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Or maybe he did come out, but he's never been the type to just be like, hello, hello. hey guys, <laughs> look at me, I'm gay. And I think that that's okay. I want to get your opinion because this this particular thing, I got pissed off and cussed someone out on Twitter Um, they wrote something like hey lgbtq guys can you stop assuming we are homophobic just because we don't agree with your lifestyle and to me like when you say something like that you are definitely homophobic bitch just come out and say i don't being straight is not a lifestyle so why is being lesbian gay trans a lifestyle queer a lifestyle like what the fuck is wrong with you bitches (laughs) also people if there's a community that is minding their business it is the lgbtq community so it's really y'all christians and straight people really be coming out here and talking about these they're not even worried about you anyways we're not what do you you think what do you think about that statement and like how does it come off to somebody like you who's queer i think like you said you might as well just come out and say you're homophobic because to me that's what it says you know Mm -hmm. so like plain and simple (laughs) yeah and and i don't understand where that even came from like yeah you're i love you with the love of christ but that life that your entire life is i don't accept and i got into i got into a few arguments because i posted it on um on instagram and i'm like you don't get to uh, to disagree with someone's humanity <laughs> and then say yeah well but but i still like you like you don't you hate me because you hate my my entire being let's talk about men because we, we can't 
we cannot leave this conversation without discussing men and their perception of you know women who like women it's sort of seen as a almost i don't want to call it good thing but they fetishize uh lesbians so to speak um and they're it's more accepted i have a friend who said that when she joins tinder or these dating sites a lot of people ask her if she wants to do threesomes my friend is also queer how do you deal with that and like what do you say to these people when they're like oh you're the queer oh do you want to come have sex with me and my boyfriend <laughs> How do you cuz I would be I like to that. fuck you. <laughs> But how do you um, deal with it? Honestly, I'm I'm just I'm a very polite person. I try not to be like confrontational unless it's like absolutely necessary. But mm. you know, I just kind of tell them have a good day, you know, like it's not going to happen. Uh yeah. There's no for me there's That's no point so wasting nice. my energy. Yeah, like trying to get into it with them. Yeah. As soon as like straight men hear like oh like you're bi or like you're you're queer or you know like or you're lesbian it's like oh mm-hmm. like this thing in their brain goes off like yeah I must have a threesome <laughs> it's oh, no, it's we really don't weird yeah no it's it, i've always found it really weird and these are the same men who will be like any man who behaves like a woman is deserves hell and brimstone and you know burn them alive and all this stuff so i've always found that quite disgusting and i hope that i know that obviously people fall into these traps but um we all know that men are trash and they will always be and that it is what it is my last question what advice do you have for young black people that are struggling with their identities trying to reconcile you know being black and then being christian or any other religion maybe muslim or buddhist or hindu what advice do you have for them who are sort of struggling to accept their sexuality i don't know if i have the perfect advice i don't think there's such a thing but mm-hmm. i think i would say to first come to terms with being comfortable with yourself and everything else will fall in line because if you're not okay with you if you're not like hey uh, yeah like this is who i am a lot more things will be a little bit more harder so yeah i guess just be kinder to yourself you know give right. yourself time and some people they're still trying to figure out their sexuality and there's no like one answer so right <laughs> do you find yourself sometimes having tendencies of your own homophobia it was there or was there a time that you had those sort of feelings towards yourself because like sometimes i see like conservative gays on on social media and i'm like what <laughs> you know <laughs> or they're the lg and and the b and the q tend to have some feelings about the trans community is you know and but but I'm like you guys like you're in the same not the same boat but you almost have the same sort of struggle did you come across having those feelings honestly not in particular in regards to that i think my big struggle was like 
being black and then being queer, there's, I felt a little bit sour about the fact that we get treated differently than uh, those who are not black and queer. Mm. Like, I was on the train literally two days ago and I Mm -hmm. saw this couple who I can't, you know, put a label on them, but they were two Mm -hmm. women who were together and it was fine. No one batted an eye. No one, you know, made any comments. People left them Mm -hmm. alone. They were Mm -hmm. just being regular people. But Mm -hmm. I felt like the same treatment is not the same for myself or my partners, right? Right. Uh, I get a lot of comments. I get a lot of stares. Uh, Sometimes I do feel like threatened. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes like I'm a little sour. <laughs> um, no, it makes sense. First of all, generally, black hate is a global issue. A lot, of, um, honestly, the whole entire planet hates black people. But then, homophobia is a deep-rooted problem, and I don't know why. I would love to blame it on religion and culture, but I don't know if religion makes you have such seething hate for a person like the is it the least you can say is like you know what i don't get it but do you sis like i don't understand why that is so difficult i've never understood it and i come from a country that uh they're definitely more lenient with lesbian couples and things. And so women are able to just come on TV and say, oh, I don't like men, you know. We, we can openly say that, not like flamboyantly and showing it off. But if a man even like drew any gay breath <laughs> and they just... It was I like have, to be gay. <laughs> it it would like it would be done. It would be over for him, and it's it's weird. And I and I do hope that like not only as Africans but but black people as Christians, we at least get to that point of being like, you know what, y'all do you, y'all do what you you need to do. In the least, in the least, I'm not having high expectations or anything. Now you talked about being comfortable with yourself and reaching that point of like being good with yourself was there a time when you realized like i'm finally good with me and and fuck everyone and their opinions or has it been a process and you're still learning to be fully who you are uh it's a process to be honest because there are still times where i do struggle and it depends on the setting that i'm in uh Mm. for example my ex uh she lived in a place that was dominantly not cultural, not ethnic whatsoever. A lot of the times I would feel uncomfortable, out of place, uh, even just like holding hands or just standing too close to each other. But Mm -hmm. that's why I love Toronto because I'm I'm like, okay, like if you want to stare at me on the subway, go ahead, you know? But being in a different city that's not Mm -hmm. like Toronto, it's a little bit nerve wracking. So I have to keep reassuring myself, like, hey, like, you know, this is their concern that they're not okay with you. This is not your concern. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Um, Lastly, do you think of, like, maybe going out and inspiring other people or doing, because you did did say you are into advocacy. 
is this the type of adv- advocacy that you're thinking of maybe inspiring other young people who are struggling or stuff like that? I think I would like to at some point. Definitely not this year, just because, you know, the whole, like, pandemic the and year, The year is gone, yeah. <laughs> the, the 2020's in the trash, let's be honest. <laughs> throw it! <laughs> throw, throw it away! Yeah. It's, it's in the trash. But, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that I would like to do because it is a big part of myself and mm-hmm. uh, trying to build that community around me, you know, to, to be like, hey, yeah, like, this is me, I'm okay with myself, and I want to, like, push that forward for other people who are struggling. Yes, and this was my journey. This, you know, it was not the best, but, but here I am. Can, <laughs> but you can reach. Yes, yes. I wish you success in that realm. You know, I think that there is need for, first of all, black queers to, and I know, I obviously can't know what it's like because I am heterosexual. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest in males whatsoever or companionship. And I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm asexual. Who knows? But I'll just say for now, I'm straight. I do hope we get very specific about, especially social work that does focus on queer people. There is a lot of that for for gay men, I think, now. You know, so I, but a lot of that, of course, is white gays. And we have to have a different episode to talk about the racism with the white gays the white lgbtq2s plus guys and then the moment you call it out they're like but but what do you mean that i'm like you but bitch you're (laughs) racist what but that's a whole nother conversation so (laughs) so hopefully you'll come back we'll drag the white people as well (laughs) definitely Uh, you know um but no i do hope that you get into the field and work with black queers because there is a need to be very specific about being black and queer so thank you for being on this was a really good conversation thank you for having me and um yeah let's catch up soon don't be too lost (laughs) and uh, have a good weekend you too thanks guys bye